but like intellectually probably like i already was kind of there from the, the bernie stuff because the hillary thing was a little bit you know she had all her policy stuff like this with healthcare, and i go back to healthcare, even though i'm not in healthcare and i'm a physics student so like that just knowing people in it and also like I had a lot of health issues growing up, so I went to the doctor a lot and I had pretty good insurance. But even that was like a huge hassle because, I mean, even with good insurance, when I still have to I have a shrimp allergy. It's not really a big thing, but like I avoid going to the ER when I do get anaphylaxis. I usually try to take Benadryl or something like that because mm. it's like five thousand dollars for us. You know, like if it's we only get like one trip a year or something like that and not like, you know, the usual. Uh, or what even the usual is because and also having Canadian relatives and knowing that it's not doesn't have to be this way. I don't know. So that's a big thing for me. And then I think the person that kind of introduced me to Twitch, too, was like I saw I don't really watch H3H3 H3 that often, but I was doing a lot of work this summer and he did an interview with uh, Hassan, you know, Hassan Piker, of course, uh, Hasanabi. And like I was like, oh, wow, I guess there is like a name for not like being left, but not being like standing girl boss. And so I kind of latched onto that and started following that community and started getting to know people and understanding how this whole thing works. So, yeah, that's what kind of convinced me, I guess. But yeah. Okay. How's it going? You know, how's, how's, how's life? Uh, uh, you're asking me the questions. I'm asking you the questions. No sense. Hey, Hey. Hey. um, no, I'm doing really well. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's, uh, I'm stoked that, uh, get to hang out with you today. You know, we invited you here in the spirit of building leftist unity, strength, and power. A lot of people were, uh, requesting your, uh, uh, your presence on the show. And I, I had to make this happen. I'm really excited. The other day we had the, uh, the, the, the joy of playing a little bit of Rocket League together just randomly. And I think it's fair to say we, we won every single game and, uh, didn't lose any. Right. Yeah, Is no, it, we didn't lose any. At least, right. least uh, legitimately, you know. Not also, Yonk. Shout out Yonk. Easy. Yeah, sh- shout out to Yonk, our our teammate from the other day. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, how how are you doing today? What's up with you? Uh, I'm chilling. Uh, I have finals yeah. this week. So it's one of my dead days right now. But, uh, yeah, I'm uh, living life, living not large. I don't know. I'm just kind of... Small. It's... Yeah, living small. I'm excited to. I'm gonna start like streaming regularly after my finals and stuff. So this is like the last week of me just kind of getting through, you know. Gotta get but, through it. Yeah, true. Gotta get true. Yeah, that's my week. Uh, that's super exciting. I played Rocket League with you. Uh, I've been doing music stuff, as you can maybe yeah. see in the back. But like, yeah, that's about it. What what kind of music yeah. stuff do you do? Tell us about that. Uh, I'm a jazz minor. Um, I'm a physics major, but uh. Wow, I know a lot of bombs yeah. to drop right there. No, uh, I, I so I just been I had to do a final project for my my music production class. So I did like a cover of like Rainbow Connection with a Kermit voice. So that was uh yeah that was I did it actually on stream. I tried to stream for my Mac, which was kind of scuffed, but it it worked. It kind of worked. Those yeah. those chords go in that song. It's like yeah, it's, it's song. I'm not gonna lie. just keep modulate on that on that. Oh yeah. Okay. No, yeah, um, for sure. Good tune. Good tune. Nice jazz. Jazza. Someday. Did can you uh, can you do the Kermit voice? Someday yeah, I will the Kermit voice. I find think. it. Someday we'll find it. <laughs> the rainbow. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of that's the vibe, you know. Yes. 
Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. You're a jazz minor physics major, physics major Mm -hmm. as well. Um, when do you graduate? Why did that? (laughs) That's fine. What do you, what do you, what's the, what's the plan? What's the plan? Uh, I'm graduating. I'm supposed to graduate in a week from Saturday. I I have to, I have to, I have to pass my quantum course, which I think I'm going to do, but holy shit, that course has been so rough. Oh my God. Quantum, Uh, quantum, quantum jazz, quantum mechanics. Yeah. Quantum jazz. Honestly, (laughs) I wish, I wish it was that. Uh, yeah, because I honestly understand like zero of that class, but you know, C's get degrees okay. if I can get the C. Um, right. Yeah, you know. And the, and the one other plans? Have... Yeah, yeah. After yeah. that, yeah, uh, you know, other than becoming like a pro Rocket League gamer, probably like you know, always on the grind. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be streaming a little bit. I'm taking a break from any academia for the time being. I know. I don't know if I'm gonna go to grad school for physics. Cause I'm so burnt out. I'm also like not sure I like it, or if it's just like you know. I'm so burnt out from the amount of work I got this semester and last mm-hmm. semester. Um, yeah. So we'll see. And I also don't know what like subfield I would go into. And I also like all of my time I spend is like doing like this kind of thing or, you know, watching other streams or like, you know, just keeping up with the discourse and stuff like that on the left, because that's like what interests me more. And that and music, I guess. Also like how those things intersect and sometimes, but uh yeah, physics, I, it's cool. I think it's interesting, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much further I can go with it without just crying every day. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happens when I go to that scene. We'll figure that out. All right, let's dig in here. I want to keep asking you, have we asked you to give yourself a big shout out, like what you do? I think we've already mentioned you're yeah. a student, uh, where people mm-hmm. can find you. Uh, they got some information there. Otherwise, uh, w- what else about you should we know? Yeah, I guess uh, my streams are like a little little. Uh, if you know anyone like Anna the Nugget, it's pretty similar. I just cut. I cover news usually of that day. I kind of try to go through that kind of stuff. And then I usually will cover also some reacts if you want to like have me watch something. I, I sometimes will do like segments on stuff. I'm still kind of figuring it out, but um, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm still. I'm still getting new to it. I guess I'm still getting used to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, you know. I'm still figuring it out too, for what it's worth. I think I think I don't think anyone's got it figured out. Well, yeah, there's like two tree people. Anna's got it. Seems to have it figured out. Yeah, she's got it figured out. Rocketed to partnership. Way to go, Anna. Yeah. No, and and and, and no, it's she, good. To she. Ha- yeah, I'm not sure if was- you were saying like she's a model or anything, but she it's it's it's, it's good to have a model. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely like the reason. Like not one of the reasons. Well, I don't know. It's uh, it's been. I don't know. She's one of the reasons like I, I stream more like I do now. So I don't know. I don't know. Very Look at cool. that. I'm trying to figure out my, my audio is kind of being weird and glitchy. So I'm trying uh, to figure out my stream. But yeah. 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 I can't win them all. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't win them all. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't keep us from trying. Okay. So True. Um, where are they now? What else do we know about you? What, what other, other hobbies? What do you, what do you what hobbies do you got? Yeah. Yeah, the jazz thing, I think mostly. I got yeah. a couple of gigs this weekend, which is kind of exciting because I haven't played in. That was used to be a part time job before. So, my pandemic has completely changed. Yeah. I'm just probably, I'm straight out to you because there's just no way it's going to work on this. But, uh, uh, thanks. Um, but, like, basically, I kind of just do music on the side. That was like my job before the pandemic started. And then the pandemic happened because I live in a town that's like a winery town. So, there's a lot of like wine mom people. Like, mm-hmm. and so you usually get hired to play a gig. Like, uh every weekend or so and so usually have like three gigs and just like i play piano background music really fun make a decent amount um and also you get to see a lot of i've had some horror stories from that actually some like yeah 
I think one of my first gigs ever, I was like traumatized. I was like 19 when this happened. And we were like playing at a winery and some lady like came in with like her, I think her grandma. And like they were like sitting down and they like, seemed fine. We're in the middle of like this jazz ballad, Misty, if you know the song. And uh, we like middle of like, I think Daniel, my friend Solo, who's a saxophone player. And like this lady who has been like sleeping, we're like, oh, okay, she's just sleeping, <laughs> wakes up, but like it's like, like doesn't wake up, vomits while sleeping, like red wine vomit. Like, and then like I was like the only one who saw it in the group for a second. I was like, is that, is that like happening? Like, am I like hallucinating right now? Cause it was like this like classy winery. And this lady just starts classy. Vomiting, like, oh God, oh God. Yeah, classy. Yeah. So that, that happened. Uh, and then the old lady with her was, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. This is rough. Too much. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, too happens, much. You know. Yeah, too much. It's gonna happen. All right. So a little jazz gigs on the slide. Let's keep digging in. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you then. Uh, sends rules about your leftward bound journey. This is a little bit of of a chat about about how you um, became leftist or leftish. And um, yeah, uh, sometimes people feel free uh, to uh, and, and feel comfortable enough to define their ideology. If you want to do that, you could feel free to do so. You're encouraged to. Otherwise, yeah, let's uh, talk about your leftward bound journey. Yeah. So uh, basically, I think my leftward bound journey is just like, I was always kind of like a left leaning always because I grew up in a, like I grew up in the PNW, like north of Seattle. So very okay. liberal part of the country. Um, and I have a lot of Canadian relatives and stuff. So I think that was already kind of, but I, I didn't really question a lot of stuff. I was very much like kind of not really involved in politics a lot of my life. I just kind of like followed it. But not really, you know, and then I think the pandemic really changed that a lot. I know it changed a lot of things for a lot of people, but I think I became a lot more invested because it's very clear the impact, like the, the impacts were happening to people I knew to like myself to a lot of it was just a lot of things happening that I hadn't paid attention to. And it was kind of forced me to pay attention to it. I think also maybe you could like point to like Donald Trump's election because I was so crazy. But I think I was just more depressed from that less than like actually like super radicalized, I guess, because. Uh, you know, I come from a place of obviously privilege, so I didn't like I wasn't really super affected by it until like, you know, I started seeing the pandemic stuff and it's like so obvious a lot of the issues being brought up and stuff. I don't know. Um, that's kind of okay. the main thing. I think the biggest like if I was going to start uh, point to a specific thing was yes. like during the pandemic, like knowing a lot of people that I have a lot of friends who are nurses or are in healthcare, and like the treatment or the access they had to like. The the rollout of different like things that should have been easy or like super well done I, I like testing for example was so messy especially early on and it was like basically not even it was basically just a lot of the wealthy people that could afford that could afford testing would get tested the most and not like nurses and people that would actually need testing uh a lot more frequently and also like being overworked and stuff and then also still being underpaid for the overworking it was just a lot of stuff seeing that like knowing people that, that was happening to was like holy shit like you know this is really gross and I want to do something about it. I want to like get more involved in this kind of stuff. Yeah. So like healthcare inequality, your friends told us about firsthand experiences being nurses and seeing that right. firsthand. Yeah, exactly. That I think also like just seeing like also on like TikTok. this is like a really weird tangent kind of thing, but not really a sure. tangent is like on TikTok, like you see like all these rich people and depending on the amount of wealth you had, it was basically you were living in a post pandemic world because then when their friends could just get tested and hang out. Whereas like, this is like the most like selfish reason, but like, whereas like me and like all these other college students and stuff like that doing work, being overworked, artists at home, sitting in your room all day, doing classes for like 10 hours a day and then going to bed in that same place that you just did class. It's like shitting where you eat kind of thing. And 
while while like you see these people like fucking like living normal lives now but while this other shit is happening it's like you feel like you're like being gaslighted every day you're like what the fuck like i don't know so that's that uh that feeling of being gaslighted is that's a real that's a real thing yeah yeah it'll be real it it only took me 36 years to figure that out yeah yeah it happens it happens it's yeah. yeah no i mean i i still have so much to learn but that's kind of the reason i like it so much too is because you know, there's a lot of yeah um let's yeah if you, if you don't mind i want to make sure uh that we give you a chance to to spell it out uh, uh fully i just want to make sure we fully exhaust this topic before we move on here uh Fair. yeah sense rules so the question i'd love to ask is what what else uh, anything else that you want to point to specifically you've mentioned a couple things that you were forced to pay attention to uh yeah. what convinced you uh, intellectually and pulled you to the left what convinced you emotionally and pulled your heart yeah. to the left i think that probably uh i always not always was like leftist but i always was kind of like crit especially like during the 2010s and stuff when i was like kind of coming of age critical of like the Democrats or like I just didn't have a label for it. And I also didn't really understand that there's anything but just left and right. Cause that's the way it's portrayed a lot when you're growing up here. It's either you're Democrat or you're Republican. And if you don't spend the extra time to get to know the other politics and stuff like that, you kind of just have to be like, well, it's either this one or this one. There's no in between. Whereas like not even in between, but like different options on either side. Mm-hmm. And uh on the left especially I always like I mean especially with the Hillary Clinton thing, I was not a huge fan of her. Um especially with a lot of like, you know, and Joe Biden too. Like I was a huge fan of Bernie. I was Bur- I think Bernie Sanders was really like one of the main things that really got me into it. That was a huge thing where I was at and like a lot of friends who were getting into it. And I was like, who is this guy? Checking him out and seeing someone that actually kind of was authentic their entire lives was something that was really new to me with politics. And I was like, why is there not more people like this? I don't know. And I wanted to. It's not really giving a great answer to this. I'm kind of getting a little lost in the weeds. You're nailing like, it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, nailing I, it. Okay. I switched the. Hold We're on. Chilling. If you don't mind, Hank, for one second, I hit the wrong yeah. button here. Oh, we're chilling. But uh, I think that like, yes, you are like, intellectually yeah. probably like I already was kind of there from the, the Bernie stuff because the Hillary thing was a little bit, you know, she had all her policy stuff like with healthcare, And I go back to healthcare, even though I'm not in healthcare and I'm a physics student, stuff like that, just knowing people in it. And also, like, I had a, I had a lot of health issues growing up. So I went to the doctor a lot and I have pretty good insurance. But even that was like a huge hassle because. I mean, even with good insurance, when I still have to I have a shrimp allergy. It's, it's not really a big thing. I like get anaphylaxis if I have it, but like I <laughs> usually avoid it. Uh, but like I avoid going to the ER when I do get anaphylaxis. I usually try to take Benadryl or something like that because mm. it's like $5,000 for us. You know, like if it's we only get like one trip a year or something like that and not like, you know, the usual uh, or what even the usual is because and also having Canadian relatives and knowing that it's not doesn't have to be this way. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that's a big thing for me. And then uh i'm really i'm really just kind of running off but i think the person that kind of introduced me to twitch too was like i saw i don't really watch h3h3 that often but i was doing a lot of work this summer and he did an interview with uh hassan you know hassan piker of course uh hasanabi and like i was like oh wow i guess there is like a name for not like being left but not being like standing girl boss you know that kind of stuff and so I kind of latched onto that and started following that community and started getting to know people and understanding how like this whole thing works. So yeah, that's what kind of convinced me, I guess. Just A knowing Hassan it. action, huh? Hassan. Yeah, Hassan. yeah gateway Speaking drug. In- for sure. <laughs> oh, beautiful. 
He left billed you. Brett billed you. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Now, next up, what I'd love to ask you about is your be best uh, uh, advice. Um, be best so, advice. yeah, we're thinking about, uh, you know, uh, distilling your life into general life advice or leftist related or leftist uh, related advice or both. Um, if it helps to think about visiting a younger version of yourself. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, we're just thinking about people in the chat or watching the replay who could benefit from this uh, kind of advice. What what advice might you give? Yeah, so I think that I would probably, okay, like younger self, I'd be a little bit salty at sometimes. Just Well, I guess like be more, not more open-minded because I was pretty open-minded, but like, I don't know. I, I, I'll go back to that. But like with just general advice, I think just listening to other people in general. I mean, like, but also being aware of when to like stop people and be like, hey, you know, it's not okay kind of thing. Like being able to speak up for yourself. Advocating for yourself is huge. Uh, that's something I did not, I, I didn't realize. Okay, if I was going to tell my younger self in chat too, if someone is like, you know, taking advantage of you or doing anything to you or anything like that, like you are, are always in a position where you can either advocate for yourself or like get other people to advocate for you. So always people that care about you and are always there for you. Um, and it can be hard to think that for, and I had, I think with academia, that's my biggest thing, especially recently with the last year, I've had to deal with a lot of, I would say like even gross people. Like I know like one of, like I had one professor that just, I didn't want to like go into the details. It's not like my story to tell, but like I had to keep interacting with them basically, basically because of scholarship money. And mm. it just is really, you know, but pushing back is really important and you can push back. Um, you just might need some other like help and stuff like that. And so always advocating for yourself uh, and not really always like you can advocate for the behalf of others, but not speaking over them when like they're advocating, I guess, too. That's really, really important. I think especially if you're someone that's like me, who's like coming from a place of privilege, not like jumping into issues and just like talking about them as soon as it like erupts, you know, but instead like listening to especially people that are being affected um, instead of being like, well, actually, I saw this thing. <laughs> so I, you know, um, that's really important, I think. And, you know, you can learn a lot from that. And also it's just, you make a lot more meaningful relationships when you uh, are being true to yourself. This sounds so fucking like Gwyneth Paltrow cheesy, but true. Like if you are true to yourself and like advocate for yourself, but also like listen to others while they advocate for themselves. Cause a lot of times you might come into conflicts with, with other people. And a lot of times it's just misunderstandings and stuff. If it's well-intentioned, if it's good faith, of course it's different, you know, caveats where it's like it's like a nazi like that's that's not the same (laughs) conflict but you know i think just listen to other people and advocating for yourself i guess is what my advice would be yeah uh i'm sorry i tuned out that whole time but um yeah (laughs) and i'm not gonna get help for that kind of problem (laughs) uh beautiful no wonderful excellent advice sends rules love that love it love it love it love it love it uh yeah i was uh, yeah love it uh let's keep going um i'd love to all right it's the leftist inquisition the oh. leftist. is yep everyone loves it nobody hates it and for any reason you could skip any question i don't take anything personally okay. um yeah all right so the first question do you have a favorite word sense rules favorite word oh my gosh dude uh mm-hmm. that's like tough i looked at these last night and i was like i'm yeah. really not sure but i'm gonna like i'm gonna pull one on my ass like I, I i gotta know it like i gotta have one to my tongue um fuck dude uh probably like dang uh <laughs> i'm being stunlocked on this i think if i had to choose a recent favorite word that i've just yeah. learned or i did not even just learned 
uh, cerebral. <laughs> That's like a meme kind of thing. It's not maybe because like I actually like love it. It's kind of yeah. I just heard it recently. I was like, oh wow, big brain. Big brain. More than two syllables. Okay. Yeah. Big brain. True. Cerebral. Cerebral. All right. All right. The next question: What's your least favorite word? Least favorite word? Oh, gotta be okay. I'm not gonna be the bandwagon and say moist because I honestly don't think moist mm. is a bad word. If I'm being real, <laughs> I think that that's a cool sound. The OI sound is underrated. <laughs> People that slander it, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I think my least favorite word is probably like, uh, fuck. It's a really. It's anything that's like, ugh, a chink. Not chunky. Chunky is like, you know, a little bit, but. Chunky's a little bit. I don't know. I don't love it that much. I think it's because of the, the image. Maybe it's because I think this is like a weird tangent, but I saw someone puke. There's a lot of puking stories today, but I saw someone puke when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> we had like a choir rehearsal and like, um, you know, because we had like the uh, we had a mandatory choir thing in elementary school and some kid like we had chicken nuggets for lunch and some kid like in the, the row in front of me on this on the bleachers thing or on the stand or whatever you call it. Like we were just in the middle of like this. I think it was like literally a SpongeBob SquarePants song. Which was so <laughs> bad. And like you just like out of nowhere, he just kind of like turns down. And you're like, what's? And then I just saw the velocity of the impact. Like yeah. it was just like it, it had spray. It was like, and it was. I think the reason why I don't like the word chunky is because it was chunky. It was like really like you could see the bits and nuggets. I don't know. And uh, kind of traumatized me, I guess. I don't know why there's a lot of puke stories today. Because honestly, like, I don't really have that big of a problem with puke. I'm not one of the people that puke, like, when they see puke. But I think just chunky puke is not not my thing. Yeah. You've been traumatized by puke. It's, it's I, good to I get it so. out. Yeah, I guess it's, like, it's really... I'm providing a service. trauma right now. Yeah. It's like, wow, like, puke really did me wrong, you know? Yo, yeah, I, I'm going to send you a bill for this, you know? Is, yeah, probably. This is therapy. New therapy. <laughs> Distraught, yeah. Uncovering my, like, <laughs> deep, like, childhood. I don't even know. What's, like, the theory where it's, like, you always, like, have to be, like, traumatized or something like that? It's, like, and you, like, repress it. It's exactly what we're getting at here. I don't Like, you saw your parents have sex or something. Yeah, I don't know, right? But yeah. in my case, I just saw, like, another fourth grader puke. And that was, like, <laughs> enough for me to, like, go into a shell for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> You're like antisocial because of it. You have eating problems. Yeah, like I, can't, I like, should be laughing like outside. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, all right. That was that was very unwoke of me to laugh. Okay. Next. No, you're good. Next up, do you have a favorite drug, vice, or guilty pleasure? If you like sends, you can name one of each. Uh, probably like weed. I mean, that's that's. I think it's because my housemates and stuff. And I don't know. But you're, but you're developing brain sends rules. You're developing oh, I'm, brain. I'm, I'm 22. I'm I'm legal. I'm uh I'm chilling. You, you got to wait three more years till your brain's fully developed. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I'm care. I'm I'm careful. You know. I'm, I'm be careful, chat. If you ever do anything, be careful. But yeah, I think probably that it's just like it's it chills me out. I don't do it that often, but like when I do, it's like kind of a nice social thing, um, with my housemates. And then, mm. yeah, I think it's probably the same for the rest of them. I. A guilty pleasure would probably be trash TV. That's not like super. Maybe the two combined are like the ultimate guilty pleasure, honestly. Especially with other people that are also in the same state. It's like, okay, peak commentary, or not really peak commentary, but you're just so diluted that like anything that's like remotely clever, you're like, holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. So saying it. That needs yeah. a term. Everything's got a term. Like if you're if you're getting high and getting drunk at the same time, that's crossfaded. What's the True, term of yeah. getting What's the term of getting high and watching trash TV? 
Dude, I don't know. I, I really uh, don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. not Cross because Cross is already taken. You know. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. Let's let's yeah. workshop this. We'll brainstorm yeah. sometime. Workshop. Yeah, that'd be like a separate thing. We'll take it to the writers' room. Facts. All right. Post. <laughs> next. Next. Do you uh, do you have a favorite cheese? Yeah, easy. I this one wasn't the easiest question. I was like, damn. <laughs> I got like one answer stacked, ready to go. Uh, pepper jack probably with haban- ha- uh, habanero in it like that oh, anything yeah. spicy anything that has like spicy yeah. you know I don't know if this is a bad take but I, I love spicy cheese so yeah. oh that's I don't know if you know this but I know you're like a yeah. young lefty but you you can't like yeah. spicy foods as a leftist you can't you're cancelled chill's over ah, okay okay bye. good run bye everybody we had a good Interviews run over. Yeah. alright next Reincarnation sends rules. If you could come back at the end of your life as a, a plant or a non-human animal, and if somehow you were given the choice, what would it be? It's tough. Uh, it's hard. I'm going to go purely on gut reaction here. I'm going to say sea turtle. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, actually, it's like, it's a good answer if I survive the main, like the first part of it. But then after that, <laughs> you're chilling, you know, you just got to survive the beach. So apparently I just forgot about the entire meme that was like, sea turtles like getting hatched <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you're familiar with that it's like the whole idea of like the like because every other animal it's like they're like cared for right away sea turtles have to like like go down this like like d-day run from the beach to the ocean but after that you know i think it's because i watched nemo as a kid and i just really liked the, the sea turtle character you know i'm assuming i'd be like that as a sea turtle yeah uh, of course. yeah also you get to live a long time someone said in chat so it's kind of a dub. Uh, well, is it? Well, you don't. You still die, so I think it still is a dub. I think if you're immortal, that's like not a dub, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, hot take, right. I guess. Sea turtle. Sea, sea turtle. turtle. Next yeah. question. Next question. Oh, it's the God question. If you could, oh. if you uh, at the end of your life, uh, instead of being re- reincarnated, you uh, you you were at the pearly gates, and there's God and God speaking to you. What would you like to hear God say? uh man this is tough um yeah i don't know i would probably like to just hear like if i was doing a serious answer i'd probably say like you know all my family and friends are like okay like, everything's okay but then again uh I, I don't know i really don't know what i'd like to hear just that just that everything's okay i think it's a comfort thing that sounds so like but you know what comfort's so important to humans uh aside from that yeah, I don't know. I would like to hear like any. I would actually like if I was like actually wanting like a you know not not a serious answer, but like kind of a serious answer would be like just to know, just be able to see events that are kind of like disputed in history. You know, like JFK assassination, like that kind of thing. Oh, just to kind of like <laughs> be like like. Do you guys know about this? Like, can I get like the replay? Because I like, we right. got a weird like replay. We didn't really get the HD footage. I want to see it in 4K. Well, not because I want to see him die in 4K. It's more as I want to in a Minecraft server. But like, you know, <laughs> just the mystery, the mystery of it all. Uh, yeah. Points for creativity on that answer there. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're I like, wait, hold on. I want to know how these things went down. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Did that really happen the way we thought it did? That kind of thing. Yeah. Also, yeah. like being able to see some stuff that I wouldn't be able to see, but. I don't know how that'd work. I'm thinking about like physics now where it's like, I want to see like, you know, this particle interaction and stuff, which we'll never be able to see because of the uncertainty principle. But, you know, it's a, it's a tangent. It's a 
That's why Quantum Class coming in to haunt me a little bit. Um, Are we talking about bending space time? What's happening over here? No, I was talking more about like observing like small. So there's a one thing that's really interesting to me that I would like to know more <laughs> about, but well, I don't know if we ever will, but maybe, but probably not. Oh, is that uh, quantum entanglement, which is the idea? Like I think Einstein coined it being like spooky action at a distance, where it's like you have two particles that are in the same probability state. And they're entangled, which don't even ask me how it how they are. I'm not really sure how they are. I just know the math. It's like they're written and the same wave function. But like you have two in the same probability state. And then if you do, if you observe one of them, the other one, no matter what the distance is, it collapses into the same state that you observe it. And basically, like the analogy there, I guess, is like. That's why they use the Schrodinger's cat thing is like if there's two cats and they're entangled and they're both in a box. These are probably either dead or alive, right? It's like either they're dead or they're alive in the box. And the classic thing is that they're they're both in a in the probability idea. It's like they're both they're simultaneously dead and alive until you open the box, and then you open the box, and like they collapse into whatever state they are they seem to be in. And so like if it's an entangled state, I might be getting this wrong. I'm also an undergrad, so sorry for anyone that's PhD. But like uh, if they're in an entangled state, you open the box and like you see it's dead. The other one, like across the universe, no matter how far it is, it's instantaneously also like it collapses into that function where it's like also observed to be dead. I don't know. So that's cool. I want to know how that works. I don't know why that works out like that. Uh, yeah. It seems like you just said Schrodinger's cat. It's it's in a box and it's either dead or it's dead. Oh, sorry. Is he dead or dead? dead <laughs> or alive? Sorry. But really dead or dead, I guess. No. That's a weird you know, box. It's, it's, it's a weird box, you know. I'm not you sure I it get it. Thank you, Ricky, the great one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Okay. Um, love that. Uh, yeah. I've heard, I understand some of those words. Yeah, same. Honestly, we're probably closer <laughs> to understanding than I think. Uh, especially based on my grade in quantum right now. So that was more me convincing myself that I knew the material a little bit. I was like, a little, okay, like, little study we'll, session. We'll, we'll, we'll study break. We'll, we'll study yeah. break. You had, to, you had to get it in there. I love it. All right. All right. All right. I got a couple more. The next question Sends rules. All right. So if you can imagine like a lefty uh, a, a policy proposal, what, what am I trying to say? I need to really fix this question here. Um, you know, uh, a, a platform, a platform with policies. Um, what policy platform would you like to see? Maybe something like a 15 point plan to help sort of unify lefties of all kinds. Uh, um, what 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 policy might you suggest? What would you like to see on the platform? Okay. Do you mean like in like the like the Twitch sphere, or do you mean like in like like politically, politically, politically? Okay. Uh, yeah, nationally. Politically. I think trying to like I think that my biggest thing right now too is trying to get or advocate for like radicalize more people to the, like the left of like liberal politics, you know, and trying to get more people like AOC, Ilhan Omar, elected to to every position possible, just so we can get change done. And try to get policies that are actually popular, you know, because I think a lot of people already have a lot of also like rebranding a lot of, you know, how people view not even like socialism is one of the things, but just that kind of idea and trying to push back on, you know, all the like the right wing, like grip hold that United States has, like the discourse is like held by because everyone, you know, there's so many, like, I think the good example that everyone points to, but I point to a lot is like the Florida exit polls, you know, from the last election where hmm. a lot of people supported like more social, like safety nets, but they don't support socialism. And it's the idea of like, 
it's it's just like uh, there's a disconnect with the uh, socialist policies and like the I, this like weird boogeyman of socialism, which is constructed from you know the Cold War, obviously, and all that propaganda. It's like internalized. Um, but in all, and yeah, in some like it's it's just tough to. I think the big thing is just organizing and getting people like you know AOC. I already said this. I'm really literally repeating myself, but like more leftists elected that you know can bridge that gap a little bit and get people excited. I mean, Bernie Sanders is a great example of like someone that like energized people, like especially young people. And young people, are, I mean, it's like you know another Gwyneth Paltrow moment, but they are the future. You know, they uh literally like so if we can get like and I think there is like if we can organize enough, we can get stuff done. Um, we just have to, you know, might have to speed up a little bit, but yeah, that's the big thing I'd like to see is just like more, you know, and then of course policies based on that, like green new deal kind of stuff is, uh, I'm not, I'm not just standing AOC here, okay. but like, it's, it's like an easy point to, um, thing like better healthcare, obviously like Medicare for all, um, and you know, better infrastructure and investing in things like like clean energy and even not just like super clean energy, but like even like, I mean, this is a physicist part of me, but like nuclear energy would be a pog interim if we needed to do something. Cause it's a lot cleaner than it was in the 20th century. It's a lot more safe than it was in the 20th century. Um, as understandable. Sufficient sources of energy in the universe. So other than fusion, but that's uh, another thing. So, Invest in that. Invest in research in that. That's another thing I'd want. But yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A little Green New Deal in there. Medicare for all. Clean energy. Nuclear. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sends rules. Yeah. Uh, so stuff. Yeah. Gotta love the stuff. I love stuff. Gotta love stuff. Yeah. I love stuff. Hot take. I know. But uh, wait. Not a leftist take. My bad. I don't love stuff. All right. Um. I just heard a loud explosion outside. I'm losing my mind today. It's it's all over the place over here. All right, so like sends that. rules. I'm sure I got a couple more questions to keep us busy here. All right, what's a favorite leftist book or author of yours, leftist or maybe book. a resource or whatever? Yeah, yeah, resource. Uh, resource like I mean, resource like obviously all the Twitch community is great because it's a great like you know plethora of ideas. A lot of, I'm like I follow people from like I sometimes will watch some like libs and stuff, which is hard for me but like i'll still do it just to see what the what the thoughts are on that side of the aisle i guess uh i'm more i also didn't really answer this earlier but i'm more of like a dim sock myself okay um kind of between dim sock and sock dim i think it kind of depends on the day honestly but more dim sock uh, i think i ideally like i'm for democratic socialist um like ideologies but i think realistically i'm more sock dim i'm still figuring that out but i think i also i follow a lot of like, a plethora of streamers i try to follow you know Trying to get the different ideas. So I have some people that, like are full on like anarcho communists that I follow that like you know listen to what they have to say, and then I have people that are like yeah, like I said earlier, way more moderate. Um, and that's just Twitch. I think from like actual book and stuff, obviously, um, Marx. Like uh, I remember this is more just because I, I I had to read this for school, but like I I we had to read it a lot for school. But uh, um, like his, both the Communist Manifesto itself, and then like the his like manuscripts, his economic and philosophic manuscripts that like led up to it, which were more unorganized writing that wasn't meant to be published, but it's really mm -hmm. good insight into like what he was trying, like not only the arguments itself of like, you know, what is socialism, communism, that kind of stuff, but also um, like looking at 
how to construct an argument effectively and like the rhetorical devices he uses, which I think is really interesting. Um, something I really like, like I always have appreciated about the Communist Manifesto itself is the way Marx describes communism and he like rides this line between, because the way it's framed is you have to, that it's like a, it's a, he frames it as a teleo teleological process where it's the going to happen. It's the end goal of humanity kind of thing. It's like framed as it's going to happen. It's a matter of when, not if. And, but he also frames it as like, it's a necessary escape from like a construct or a system. And so, but because of that, it necessitates, you can't use the language of our system to really describe it or like in detail, because by describing it in detail in the context of like capitalism or like a feudal society, it's not really a novel idea because it would come from that, you know? So you have to, so he does, he does this line towing of like describing it vaguely enough where he's giving some pointers to what it will be like, but not contradicting his, the form of his argument, which is saying it has to be new or it has to be like, you know, entirely novel, I guess, uh, or like different from the system it has to be revolutionary because how can it be revolutionary if you're describing it in detail within the confines of the current system is the whole idea. So language itself, like looking at, I think looking at language of leftist authors and looking at how they construct arguments is super interesting because one thing that I learned in college from a really like base leftist teacher that was amazing for politics was like that not only does the argument have to be like good, but the form of the argument should mirror and support the argument itself. So like it matters how you introduce things. It matters the order in which you say stuff because it either will support or entirely contradict your argument. And it really matters how you do that. And I think Marx's stuff, as even if you don't agree with it, it does, it is really consistent with how he like talks about it and how he frames the argument. He's consistent with the form, which I think is really, really cool to study at the very least as a rhetorician and at the very most like as a, you know, as a leftist, someone looking into that. Yeah, that was a long thing, but very cool. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, Sense Rules, my last question for you, I believe, is, uh, is about streamer tips. Streamer yeah. tips. Yeah. What uh, what should streamer streamers tips. know when they stream? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll do number one. Figure out your camera mic setup before doing an interview. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and if you can't, out. host over to the person because... Uh, Thank you. They are pog and great. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think that like, I'm really new to this still. So like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, okay. My secrets are basically just like stream consistently, which I don't do yet. Um, I'm kind of doing, it's really, I'm like everyone that follows my discord knows that it's like inconsistent. Cause I'm like today at 8 PM. Like it's like out of nowhere. It's like, just like at seven 30. I'm like, Hey, by the way, but um, I think consistency is really important. Uh, talking to your audience is really important. I think one thing that like I've definitely discovered, because I have some friends who are even smaller than me, and like they're just getting started with other stuff or leftist stuff. And I think it's really hard to get started when you have like zero viewers, one viewer. Just pretend there are people there. I mean, that honestly worked for me for the first bit, like getting through that. Because once you do get that community, it means so much more to you too. Like you, you start to connect with these people, and you start to like appreciate. You know, when you see them in your chat, you're like, oh my god, like people love like big hearts. And I would just, uh, another big advice, I would just, like, be interacting with other streamers, uh, go into their streams, like, talk to them, join their discords, because not only will you get new ideas and, like, you know, maybe understand, especially on the left, understand, like, different, like, different perspectives you might not have said. Like, there's a, I think one of my favorite, like, this is, like, kind of a plug for another streamer right now, but uh, I think Shark30 or something like that, uh, let, me, let, me get, let me get him up, let me get him up, uh, 
yeah, he's he he's someone that like I one of my favorite streamers right now, and like he he is like a small smaller but bigger than me leftist streamer that has a lot of ideas. I think they're similar to mine, but like always have like a different like nuance. And I'm like I was like, huh, like I guess I would come to that conclusion, but like he did it so fast for so like you know, and a different. He just thought about it differently than me, and like that's really cool to see that. I know him. I watched him. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, he's great. And so I really, yeah, Shark 300 is good peeps. Exactly. Great peeps. Um, so I, I just love, I think, just interacting with people. Because even if you don't, you know, I, at the end of the day, I do want to grow and I do want to like meet other people. But at the same time, I'm content with like my small group right now. And I'm also content with like just being part of other people's groups because it's so, you build so much intellectually, you do get a lot, but also like just interpersonal stuff, which is at the end of the day, I think something that really matters in the grand scheme of life. Um, uh, maybe I'll evoke some Carl Sagan here, but like, you know, it's uh, we're only here for a little bit and uh, it's what you make it. So and we're only like it's only like, you know, try to make the best change we can while we're here kind of thing. Yeah. Wholesome hours. All right, sounds rules. Uh, what we have now is about uh, 10, 10, at least 10 minutes here to chat. Uh, we can go ahead and take questions from the chat. If you have any questions for me, you're welcome to ask me. Otherwise, we get to just sort of chit-chat. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. All right. Um, well, it will give chat an opportunity to uh, ask any questions. We can feel free to respond to those along the way. If you want to uh, respond to anything, you can. You don't have to. Just ignore anything you don't want to respond to. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, no what's what, what else? What's grinding your gears? What's on your mind these days? What do you, what are you thinking about? What have you been streaming about and talking about? I don't know. What's that? What, what do you want? I think talk the about? main thing I'm opinionated to lately is like I haven't really streamed about this because it's kind of happened not not to just started happening, but like it started being covered widely and like brought to my attention more in the past couple of days is obviously the, the conflict uh, right now with the uh, the like basically fucking genocide in Palestine or you know. The escalation of that, especially like in the public eye in the last, you know, two, three days, and also the media response and the the variance in it, and also how gross some of it is, you know, uh, with framing it as a two-sided issue. And I think finally, like, I'm not going to throw my mom to the bus. God bless her soul. She's great. But she is more, way more of a lib, like, than I am. Like, I mean, that's how I was raised, too. But I've definitely, I think she's a good indication of, like, when the mainstream kind of moves farther left because I can like talk to her about stuff and she'll be like, yeah, I actually agree with you. And I'm like, Oh, and especially with the Palestine thing. Like I think probably when I was younger, she might not have had the nuance because she just watched like, you know, like mainstream stuff. Whereas now she is like, yeah, it's an apartheid state. You know, it's, it's really messed up what's happening It is genocide. And it like, it's refreshing to know that like, not that we're reaching people like as individuals, but kind of as a movement, getting more people to understand and pay attention to things that are happening in the world that might not seem like they affect you. But like, I think that's one thing that's beautiful about the internet is that it's like, you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of like the, like how a television was in like the civil rights movement where it broadcasts things that are really unfortunate, but also forces people to watch. Um, and I think there's a danger with the internet of things becoming oversaturated or like, there's so much going on with like fucking like Charles D'Armadillo and like TikTok fam that like that shit gets drowned out. But I think that there's something about, you know, that's so upsetting and so like poignant that we still pay attention to like the wrongs in the world that we try to. And there's people that advocate for it despite all the hurdles. 
and that's uh great to see that but also it's disheartening still to see like old media and mainstream groups like still try to be like israel and palestine are clashing it's just a tussle and it's like a bunch of kids died by a country like a country killed a bunch of kids you know um palestinian children and i don't know and it's just really really messed uh, that's something that's been grinding my gears of course i think a lot of people probably in chat will also you know be familiar with that whole thing and how it's being covered um yeah yeah I, I think uh, also pushing yeah, yeah sorry i mean to, no, 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 i'm monologue no, no. a little bit more but i guess like just saying like the also it's refreshing to see like people finally push back against the like not finally but like a more like a more collective effort i guess to push back on the idea that you can criticize israel and it's not anti-semitism it's not the same thing at all and it's always been a defense that somehow worked for so many years and yeah. now it feels like it's finally breaking Yeah, uh, these are all takes I wish I'd uh, figured out when I was your age. Since I'm not going to lie, this is uh, something that I, I, I just I, I didn't break through until I was again uh, just uh, just about my age, just about exactly how old I am right now. Um, and it and it took watching this documentary actually, uh, documentary by by Abby Martin, the uh, mm. Empire Files, um, Gaza fights for freedom. I'm not sure what it's called. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, just no, I think absolute, I found it. Yeah, absolutely wrecked me and uh, Damn. Uh, just fucking woke me up. I don't, I don't know what, it's, what, how, what, how else to describe it. But uh, this light bulb went off, and I'm like, well, uh, wow, this, this is uh, completely fucked up. It's apartheid. It's, it's occupation. Uh, mm. uh, they're murdering uh, Palestinian children. It's just uh, yeah. There's, there's no two sides about it. Um, uh, it it's. It, Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, yeah. it, that that's as far as my my knowledge goes. Um, uh, or you know, my 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 take goes at this at this time, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy you brought that up too. Yeah. So that's kind of you know mm -hmm. that's someone in chat asked, will you implement Marxist Marxism <laughs> Leninism Yonkism? Yonk. Of course. I mean, like, Yonk. you know what? Let's talk about it. Yonk. One of those isms is way more important. We know which one we're talking about here. The ism of Yonk, of course, oh, is sorry. easily right up top, you know? Yeah. Pogview Yonk. <laughs> Unofficial, like, mascot of, of Twitch, actually, you know? Little known yes. facts. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. Um, yeah. Well, uh, honestly, I think, I think this is a great place. Sense, yeah. to wrap it up, I'm going to give you the opportunity, one more chance. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and give yourself the big shout out. What do you do? Where can people find yeah. you? So if you if you enjoyed my interview, you enjoyed my mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know what I would call my energy here, but uh, my uh, my young boy energy, I guess <laughs> my uh, as my chat my chatters would call it my piss drinking energy. It's a meme. I don't actually do it, guys. <laughs> but it's it's it came from an inter interview where she asked me like we had an argument about like soup, and I said that like soup like some soup like has the consistency of piss and she's like how would you know that and i was like well maybe i drink piss and then like now it's piss drinkers unite um you know piss drinkers rise up <laughs> copium whatever goth okay that's my mod in chat by the way Whoa. slandering me but uh anyways right. yeah uh, what piss king yeah join the piss king um wow this is really my promo um but yeah i i would Weird say that shit. i just do like uh <laughs> leftist stuff and um reacts news i 
kind of explore my takes on things. I listen to other people's takes. I like to talk with Chet. I like to is turning into like a Dr. Seuss kind of book, but you know what? Drop a follow. Follows are free and uh, come hang out. Five head gang is what we call ourselves, but honestly, it'll probably <laughs> switch to the piss drinker gang. So, you know, that's my oh spiel. Oh my gosh. All Bars right. Ended, you know. All right. Uh, Sense rules. Again, we invited you in the spirit of building leftist unity, strength, and power. You've been a great guest. Looking forward to our next chat. Thank you so much. I want to encourage you yeah. to feel free to uh, hit that link again and sign yourself up as soon as you, as soon as you oh, like. Yeah. Well, I'd I would love to, to continue the chat and and keep this going. Uh, yeah. You're a good dude. And, uh, and uh, you know, if we don't get an interview, we can just play some Rocket League here and there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go pro one day. We just got to, like, figure yeah. out the uh, uniforms, team name. Maybe next um, time it could be a twofer. We can we could play. True. During the interview. although, like without Yonk, it's like we got to get Yonk. As long as Yonk is there, oh, yeah. Without Yonk, Yonk, we're trash. I'm not. I'm Yonk not. Like, we're not that good. Like it's true. Honestly, Yonk is like kind of god tier. It's like it's like the Stig for Top Gear. If you're familiar, maybe not. Okay, that, that <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, thank you. Sense rules. Bye. I really appreciate Yonk be the with uh, you. Yonk be with you. Uh, yeah. We're gonna say peace, and of course. Solidarity. Looking forward to the next time we get to talk. See you. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. <laughs> hey, listener. You just heard an episode of Leftist and Chill, the show you never knew you didn't need but still can't live without the podcast version. Content like this is only made with the support of listeners like yourself. Please support at patreon.com slash Simpson today.